The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. We really appreciate you joining us every week, and uh, we're just blown away by the numbers when the numbers come in, how much this show is catching fire all around the world. We have we reach out to over 170 countries. It's really amazing to me when I see these numbers, and it's always gratifying when I get an email from some of you, which I do regularly, or people post on our Facebook page. This show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids, and uh, you can learn a lot more about us by going to millionkids.org. And following us on Facebook, we just have, in my opinion, the best Facebook in the world for human trafficking and sextortion and education. That is simply go to Facebook and find me and kids and then hit like and there you go. By the way, all of these shows are archived on a separate website that we own called Exploited Crimes. If you go to exploitedcrimes.com, click on listen, you will see more than 50 hours of free, absolutely free, human trafficking, sextortion, social media training, and also all about child pornography. That is possible because people donate to us and sponsor us. And I want you to know that each and every one of you that send money in, all you have to do is go to Kids and hit that little donate button and On it goes, and that keeps us on the air, and I really appreciate it. Along those lines, we have a sponsor for our show. As many of you know, I'm also on the radio and locally in Southern California, and I do want to bring that out this week uh, because for the next month, and I know these shows are archived and this is dated material, but starting today, which is August 31st, 2017, For one month, if you live in the Inland Empire in Southern California, we'd invite you to go down to BMW of Riverside right there on Adams Street. My friend Chuck Hughes, he sponsors this show, and he also sponsors my other show. And what has happened here is they are doing Drive for a Cause. And so first go to millionkids.org and get your voucher. You see, if you go in there and you test drive at BMW, He's going to donate $20 to me and kids. And on top of it, I will give you a free book. My book, Seduce, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. And once you test drive, so you get $1,000 off of it during the month of September. Clear up until October 1st. So I hope that you'll consider going out there. Well, we are going to talk about runaways today, and we have with us a guest. Her name is Lindsay Caney, and she is with she's a prevention specialist at the National Runaway Safe Line. You want to say hello, Lindsay? Hello, good morning. <laughs> well, Lindsay's in Chicago, and I'm in Riverside, California, so we'll work this out here because we can't see each other. <laughs> But 
she is a prevention specialist for the Runaway Safe Line, National Runaway Safe Line. And I met her at the Crimes Against Children Conference in Dallas that uh, Susie and I went to recently. And I wanted to have her on. And I want to really get deep into the education process of runaways. Uh, before we really start interviewing and al- allowing her really to give you the meat of the matter, the reason I wanted to have this show for you as training is my heart breaks every time I read one of these cases involving a r- runaway. As many of you know, I have looked at every human trafficking case and child pornography sextortion case since literally for seven years now, every day. And time and time again, I see these articles. And so during the different segments, I'm going to read you a couple of them because I want you to see it how I see it and why this is so important. Uh, I, I just took a handful of them. They're in no particular order by date. But this one here, the headline, Women Accused of Sex Trafficking Runaway on Las Vegas Strip. Now, I'm going to tell you that in many of these runaway cases, it involves another girl. What they do is they lure in the girl and she feels comfortable with another girl who then grooms her and shows her the business. In this case, a a 22-year-old woman, meaning, you know, this girl's 17, so there's only five years difference in age, a 22-year-old woman has been charged with sex trafficking of a 17-year-old California runaway girl. She's being charged with first-degree kidnapping, child abuse, neglect, or ex- and accepting and receiving earnings from prostitution. The girl, a runaway, told police that she met, this girl's name is Gospel, in California. Shortly after meeting the girl, she had been forced to work as a prostitute. So what happened here is they took her to Las Vegas. The girl was brought across state lines. She was forced again and again to work in prostitutions, various streets of high prostitution traffic, and numerous hotels and casinos in there. And one more time, the girl gave all of her earnings to gospel, which is the girl who ended up trafficking her. That is just one. I'm going to read you another one here. And then we're going to get to it. This is, uh, oh, no, this is this year, too. The headline, Two Sentenced in Gang Child Sex Trafficking. This is just disgusting. I mean, just atrocious. There are seven uh, perpetrators. This is a gang, the Serious Crips, Hollywood Crips gang. And what happened here is that they preyed, all of them preyed on a 16-year-old runaway girl who was being trafficked by a group of people. Can you imagine belonging to a group? There's nine defendants all total in here. They provided her with condoms, cell phones, and hotel rooms. Uh, it's It really is amazing how absolutely awful this got. She was introduced first to another girl and then another girl and then another girl. And then she was turned over to all the men in the gang. The victim made enough money to buy Nobles a Chevy sedan that he painted bright orange. When one adult female engaged in sex at his direction, he physically assaulted her for not following instructions. This got totally, totally violent to this girl. So what I want you to get here is, here's a girl who ran away. She never once saw herself in prostitution. She became the victim of an entire gang, and they sold her over and over 
the girls in the gang abused her and the guys in the gang abused her. When I read these cases, I say to myself, I must somehow convey to my followers how important it is that we talk to our kids about don't run away. Get a plan B, have something that you can do, but don't get out there alone. So with that, I'm going to start with Lindsay. Lindsay, tell me first about what is National Runaway Safe Line. So the National Runaway Safe Line, um, we, our mission is really to keep America's runaway, homeless, and at-risk youth safe and off the streets. Um, that's really what our underlying um, mission is to do and, and our hope because we want to make sure that, you know, youth don't end up in that situation because that's what we're seeing is, is they are falling into trafficking situations and being taken advantage of when they end up on the streets. So that's what we're trying to prevent. Um, and we have a 24-hour crisis hotline. That's 1-800-RUNAWAY. Um, we also have uh, digital services for youth and families to connect to as well, including our live chat services uh, through our 1-800-RUNAWAY.org. Um, okay, so wait, we pro- wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Stop a minute. What is digital <laughs> chat now? Let's let's be real specific. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we have a live chat service um, that uh-huh. is available. So, you know, youth or anyone who's trying to connect to us, um, they can do so if they go to 1-800-RUNAWAY.org. Um, they can they can live chat with a crisis service worker. Uh huh. So they can they can get some immediate assistance when they're in that point of panic when they might actually change their mind and go home. Absolutely, yeah. So you know we are especially with our twenty four hour crisis hotline. There is always somebody here um, to help support uh, the youth or the family that is reaching out to us. And, um, you know, we can provide them um, with some specific resources uh, within their area, depending on where they're calling from, whether that's, you know, providing a safe shelter for a youth in crisis or providing some resources for a parent who has a youth who ran away and they're trying to figure out, you know, what their next steps are. Well, I think that's very, very important. One of the things that Me and Kids does is operate mm-hmm. Me and Kids Missing Kids. And uh, mm-hmm. I, it is basically just a short-term interim thing to get out thousands of flyers. In the last case we had, we got out 62,000 flyers in less than oh, 24 wow. hours. And the whole yeah. idea that I've educated more than 100,000 people here in Southern California. And so the whole idea of that is to give the parent kind of an electronic bulletin board to get that flyer out there because in this this day and age, so often they just simply go to a C store and start putting up pictures and contacting mm-hmm. neighbors. So the the police, you know, steer them towards us. But uh, you know, it's an interim thing, uh, and and certainly we can put right there on the flyer also uh, that they can contact your hotline, your uh, safe line. Especially what we see is our flyer says someone who loves you is looking for you, yeah. and uh, we have seen so many kids that. Uh, I don't know if it's out of embarrassment or what, but they see that flyer all over the place. They can't run yeah. themselves and they come home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway. I mean, it's so important to get the word out there as fast as possible. 
Yes, but it's also important for them to have a resource that they can talk to. Well, Lindsay, I really dominated the first section here because I wanted the people to understand how this is all happening, and Mm -hmm. we're starting to come up against a break. But what I want to do in the next section here is to kind of back off and let you just really explain some of the cases. You know, how how often does this happen? You know, Mm -hmm. what kind of services can they connect to their parent? What kind of services can a parent get? That kind of thing. One of the things I do want to share with our audience here is that the statistics indicate that one out of five kids who run away will become victims of sex trafficking in the first 48 hours. Now, I've heard that number be one out of six, and I've heard it be one out of three. But basically, they are the most vulnerable victim out there for being exploited because they get out there. They may they may fall in love with somebody and get in a car with somebody, or they may just want to get away from home. But once they're out there, they're out of resources, and they become the most vulnerable victim. We're up against a hard break, folks. I'd ask you to stay with us. We're going to get right into it with Lindsay Caney from National Runaway Safe Line. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillix, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you every week at 7 a.m. Southern California time, hotter than everything out here. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'll be glad when this lets up. Of course, it's just turning into September, so there you go. All right, we have as our guest today, Lindsay Caney, and she is a prevention specialist at the National Runaway Safe Line. And we are talking about the plight of runaways, and there are more than you can ever imagine. It is estimated more than 1.3 million runaways a year here in America, and it is a Problem because they are the most exploited victims of anybody that we deal with. They are absolutely vulnerable. They start to trust anybody and everybody, and it is literally like a fly on honey. They are trapped. And so it's an interesting thing why kids leave home and then why kids don't come back home. And I really want to exploit that. Uh, exploit that. Yeah, sorry. I really want to explore that. <laughs> I'm so used to exploiting crimes against humanity. But anyway, I want to explore that, Lindsay. Why do kids leave home? Yeah, so, you know, I think it's interesting when you're talking about runaway youth, especially in regards to trafficking, because of the, a lot of the risks that we recognize that make youth vulnerable to trafficking situations also make them vulnerable to running away. So, you know, the the biggest thing that we see, at least on our hotlines here, is for, for reasons why youth are leaving home um, are usually what we call family dynamics. Um, now that you know a lot of that can can include um, issues with parents, issues with siblings, maybe there's divorce going on. Um, so there's a lot of different kind of factors working in there. Um, obviously, you know we also see abuse issues. Um, the other thing too is a lot of peer and social. So maybe there you know things not so much going on in the home, but there's a lot of um, issues that might be going on in school. Obviously, the issue of bullying um, is is really a hot button topic right now. Um, but the, all of those things um, are going on in a youth's life, and uh, are a lot of reasons for why they end up running. Yeah, uh, we see all kinds of situations. It seems like in whenever we. Um, start to work with me and kids, missing kids out here. And like mm-hmm. you say, broken homes are very yeah. often or violated. or uh, And it can be things that are not preventable, things like a death in the family that's just yeah. overwhelming for a child. And um, the other one is sextortion that, of course, I've done a lot of training on that on mm-hmm. this very series there at Exploited Crimes. Uh, dot com, you'll see a lot on sextortion because they get themselves uh, trapped. They send out a naked photo and then somebody's really putting the heat on them to start to ruin them. So there, there's kind of a, a lot of ideas there. And one of the things that I always say with a parent is, you know, don't try to tough it out. If you see your teenager making a left turn, go quickly and get counseling and get counseling with someone who's trained in understanding literally sex trafficking and Mm -hmm. and sextortion and like that. I trained lots of licensed marriage family therapists here. One of the the things that I will tell you is if you don't have a open conversation kind of relationship with your child, then once one of these crises hits, you, you really have a chasm that develops as opposed to a healing process because what will happen, we've seen time and time again where 
that if a predator is trying to get, for instance, a naked photo, rather than risking the wrath of a parent, they'll keep trying to satisfy the predator because they're afraid of the parent's rejection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a fine line in this day of social media to not just be your child's friend. That isn't going to help it. You need mm-hmm. standards. You need, you need, literally, you need to set the example. But you also must have that open communication and that, as I've often said, the four most important words in the world, I believe in you. Your mm-hmm. child must know that you are championing them. Absolutely, yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head there really with the the communication. That's such a big issue that we see um, certainly with with the youth and the families that reach out to us is is really just kind of a lack of communication um, and, you know, a youth feeling like they can't reach out to their parent or the parent not sure how to connect with the youth and, and haven't been able to kind of have this open communication about some of these risks so then something like this happens, and oftentimes the youth might, might feel, you know, some kind of shame and, and uh, falls deeper into that situation because they don't feel like they can reach out. So it is definitely important to have some of those initial conversations and really make sure that you're, you're giving um, a young person the, the space to say, like, hey, if there's anything going on or if you're ever dealing with these things, you know, come and, come and talk with me. Yeah, the other thing that I would comment on here, too, is that oftentimes there's underlying tension in the family that everybody thinks they can just bury and hide. And I'm going to tell you, as a parent, you're kidding yourself. If you're out there having an affair, your child's going to sense it. There's a rupture in the security of that family. If you're thinking quietly of a divorce and you're, you're pretending that you're going to just do the best and not tell the kids, you're kidding yourself. You know, don't bury this because your child isn't stupid. They can see it. We need parents to be the leaders and set the moral tone, but also set a tone where they are safe and secure. One of the things in this day of social media that I think is so important, I learned this, by the way, from a group home, (laughs) Mm -hmm. of all things, but have have family dinner, you know, and put Put the phone away, everybody. Put, lock them up in a drawer or cabinet somewhere and talk to each other like adults, like human beings. Respect each other. Respect each other's, you know, uh, space and their ideas and, and exchange. And it is amazing how that just that sense of grounding can make a difference instead of all of this where we're, it's like living at Grand Central Station. Shut down some of the extra activities and start to be a family. And remember when we had pride in the family? We're the Larson family. We don't do that. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't happen that way anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think the other interesting thing, too, um, when you're talking about, like, social media and it's, you know, it's such a different time um, and when youth are kind of getting um, access to having their own phone and um, utilizing social media more when they're getting old enough to being able to do that, have those conversations about, okay, this is, this is how you can be safe 
when you are online. Um, you know, you never want to give out this information. I feel like we give these, you know, these tools um, to, a, to a young person and we're just like, okay, here you go. Like you're 13 now or however <laughs> old they are when they get their first phone, but you don't, exp- not everybody is explaining, you know, there's some dangers out there and you just need to make sure that you're never giving out your information. You're never taking a picture um, where you're, you're naked or you're vulnerable or whatever and sending that out. You know, we need to make sure that we're having these conversations with, with our kids. I uh, I have a little bit of a different approach to that also, and I agree with you 100%. My approach mm-hmm. to this is, it's my phone, I'm going to loan it to you as long as you're responsible. But if yeah. I start to see that you're not going to be a leader with this, well, I'm going to borrow my phone back, okay? Yeah. But, but the idea is, is to make a leader out of your child with technology. I do Absolutely. that because, you know, if, you, if ever conversation starts with thou shall not, then, I, as I often say, no is a very short sentence. And mm-hmm. I believe very much that you can believe in your child and teach them healthy ways to explore technology. Now, to do that, you have to be the adult in the room and understand that your child may not have cognitive reasoning, that ability mm-hmm. to make in-depth decisions until they're like 13, 14, 15 years old. And if that's the case, then they shouldn't be exposed to the entire world. I I'm, I always laugh. You give a nine-year-old a cell phone, they're not going to have cognitive reasoning yeah. for three more years. Just give them a bottle of a little bottle of vodka and say, now I want you to carry that around to your 14, but don't open that. Okay. <laughs> Because oh every kid you know is going to open it. And when you give a nine-year-old yeah. a cell phone, the first thing he's going to do is find Kick, which, by the way, didn't even take a cell phone. And he's going to start having his own conversations. But he hasn't been through puberty. Mm-hmm. And you can't ima- expect him to make the decisions of a 16-year-old. And yeah, yet parents are, are just oblivious. It's crazy. Yeah, you're, you're so right, and that's, that is um, really, really important. I think we need to pay more attention to uh, when we're giving these resources out and, like you said, you know, being the parent and, and having those conversations and, you know, this is mine and um, you're kind of using it and yeah. if you're doing okay with that, then that's great. Hey. It's kind of an interesting thing, but, you know, I thought to myself yesterday, you know, a cook store, a cook stove is a really great device unless mm-hmm. you stick your hand in the flame. Exactly. And, you know, you are not going to take a nine-year-old and just turn them loose. And so mm-hmm. it really is an interesting thing because I believe when kids run away, it didn't start the day they left home. Oh, so true. Yeah, there's... there's um so many underlying issues that usually are going on or it's usually a buildup of, of things that are happening and that's kind of the last straw or at least in the youth's mind, that's where they're at and they're like, I'm just going to leave. This is what's going to happen. But you're right. It absolutely starts way before that. 
Yeah, they've been loading the gun for a long time. It's just that one event caused them to yeah. pull the trigger. And, uh, and so that's the reason why I think the best way is to monitor your child and understand when they're already having underlying issues. And don't be afraid to get them professional help. That does not yeah. mean they're weak or you're weak or that you've done something wrong or they have, but they mm-hmm. need the tools to work through it. We're up against a hard break here. In the next segment, I want to talk about parenting and what, how does a parent work with you guys if their child runs away. So this is Opal Singleton, the show. Is exploited crimes against humanity. We're up against a break. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We have a guest today. Her name is Lindsay Kaney, and she is the prevention specialist of the National Runaway Safe Line. And we have been talking about why kids run away, and there are a multitude of cases and and, uh, reasons why this happens. But I also want to just share with you one more story because I think it's important that we understand how important the parents' behavior is, which is what we're going to talk about next. 
in a situation where the child has run away. The headline for this one is alleged pimp for runaway teen facing sex trafficking charge, and this happens to be Miami-Dade. He's uh, a a guy who's 22. But what caught my attention here is that the parents of the girl were distributing flyers as they tried to locate her, and a hotel employee recognized her. Uh, The parents did more than normal. They went out to all the local stores. They went to hotels. They gave her a photograph to everyone they could that looked out for. They found an ad that was posted on Backpage. She was uh, being advertised as an escort available in the Cutler Bay area. Undercover officers called the number and discovered the girl working as a prostitute at the Quality Inn. The girl agreed to meet them and she would be paid. She thought it's, you know, it's what we call a reverse sting. She thought she'd be paid $100 for 30 minutes of sex. But when the officers arrived, they uh, found that her pimp was looking at was a lookout and security. He admitted that he knew the girl was a runaway and that she was really only 15. They also discovered marijuana and molly capsules, and he admitted to giving the team marijuana. He said that she had sex with uh, men several times a day. So, parents... What kind of resources do you have at the runaway, excuse me, National Runaway Safe Line for parents? Yeah, so I mean, we are, we, we get a, a lot of parent calls as well, and so we are a confidential resource, so we don't specifically take runaway reports, but anytime a, a, a parent contacts us, we're, we provide the same support that we would if, if a youth was contacting us. So if they are dealing with a situation where um, their child has run away, uh, what we talk with them about is, you know, have they filed a runaway report? Um, what resources have they reached out to locally? What are national resources like NCMEC or Team Hope that they can connect to? So a lot of times, uh, you know, we'll get parent calls and they're not really sure, you know, what their next steps are or what they should do. Um, so we can really help provide that, that kind of support and, and comfort for them and talk them through, okay, so these are the next things that you can do. Um, and then the, on the other hand, too, it might not always be a runaway situation. They may be calling because, you know, they have a 16-year-old that's in the home and they've just started noticing some some behaviors. Maybe uh, they're not going to school um, or they've just noticed some behavioral issues and they're kind of wanting to be proactive and figure out, like, what can we do next? What um, you know, what are our next steps here? And then we'll, we'll talk about things like counseling or trying to find some local resources that are going to be helpful for them. Um, so, th- you know, these are all kinds of resources that we provide for parents that are reaching out to us. That's very good. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to explain to the parents out there that are listening is how this works is your child runs away and there is no Amber Alert for a runaway child. Mm-hmm. And this often is happening now because of social media. They These kids get a fantasy relationship. They go out. We just mm-hmm. had a little girl. She wasn't even quite 13. And uh, she went out and behind her mom's back and met a guy on the Internet and snuck out and got in the car with him. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that happens there is they take your cell phone away from you and you find out he's not, you know, uh, Justin Bieber like you're thinking, you know, yeah. it's some 
some monster and you're in the car with him, but it's too late. In this case, he kidnapped her and raped her. And so, yeah. you know, sometimes it isn't broken home. Sometimes they're following a fantasy relationship. So we're back then again to parents starting to talk with their children and, and talk about how all this works. In our case, in me and kids' case, well, first of all, you file that police report and they have they will start to look at it if they think the child's in danger. Now, many of the runaway kids are, are repeat runaway kids, okay? Mm-hmm. But true. once they sense somebody's in danger, I work with all the uh, law enforcement here in Southern California, as you know, and I report to the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. What we do is we give out cards at all the local police stations, and they mm-hmm. tell the parent that we offer the free flyer service. Now, there is an organization called NECMEC, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and they run a national hotline working with law enforcement trying to find runaway kids. But it is our desire to get those flyers out there in the first 24 hours. Actually, we hope in the first four to eight hours. And so... Once they con- the parent contacts us at- from the number of the police department, then we send out and we create flyers. There must be a police report. We don't just send those out. And then we will do a massive uh, blast. And we have located, helped locate, we haven't located all of them, but we've helped locate many kids. And the reason I bring this up is this is a family matter. This, if a child runs away, it affects everyone in the family. It affects not only the runaway child who may be in grave, grave danger of not, not only just danger of being killed, but danger of being horribly, horribly violated. But all the siblings in the house are responding to it. And the parents are out of their mind. And especially if it's a broken home, there's a blaming thing that goes on. So... I think that this resource, especially telling your children, your your teenagers, about the runaway safe line is one of the most proactive things you can do as a parent today. So, Lindsay, tell me, how, where's your website and what's the hotline that, they can, that you can sit down with your teenager and tell them, hopefully they never run away, but if they do, to call this number, okay? What is that yeah. number? So our, our 24-hour crisis hotline is 1-800-RUNAWAY. Um, okay, so, you know, easy. really easy to remember. It's 1-800-786-2929. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the website is 1-800-RUNAWAY.org. Um, and we have a lot of resources on our website as well. You know, we have a lot of tips for parents. Um, you know, we have all of our statistics up there. We also have uh, prevention resources. We have a, you know, a totally free evidence-based uh, Let's Talk Runaway Prevention curriculum, um, which Good. is great for teachers, parents, community leaders, I mean, anyone that's kind of working with young people. Wow, that's great. Well, yeah. I... I think it's important to understand, you know, the driving forces in this runaway situation because mm-hmm. I believe that many of these kids, probably 98%, but I'm making up that number, don't quote me, but they get out there and they don't realize what they've done and they don't know what to do. And, you know, I think in some cases they're trapped. If they're trapped by a trafficker, they can't get free. In other cases, they're shamed and embarrassed, and they don't know how to turn it around. Absolutely, yes. 
Yeah, and you know, one thing that I wanted to mention too is is a program that we have uh, called Home Free, and we've worked with Greyhound Line since '95, uh, and we've reunited a, a ton of youth with their families. So we work with youth ages 12 to 21 who have run away or lost home. Um, this includes survivors of, of human trafficking and who are trying to get back to their parent or guardian or, you know, whatever it is that their home is. And I think it, you know, that's so important. I know that we recently had a, had a situation where we had a 17 year old, uh, female who ended up connecting with a friend that she met on the internet and who ended up, um, you know, really grooming her and getting her into a trafficking situation. We were able to, luckily, you know, she connected with us and we were able to reconnect her and get her home to mom through the home free process. So another really important program that we offer. That's really, really great. The other thing Mm -hmm. that I always tell parents is get a code word between you and your child. Mm -hmm. Because in this day and age, especially if they fall in love on the Internet and they go out there and get in that car, by the time they're in their car or have spent the first hour with them, they're going to realize they're in trouble. But the first thing he will do is take her cell phone. So she may not be able to get back to you on a device that you're going to recognize her her email or her text or whatever, the number. Uh, And so one of the things that I learned this from a case where we had someone that's in the life, a young lady that's in the life, and mom had been looking for her, and I help her. I often look on back page for parents because I don't think they should have to set and troll through prostitution sites to find their missing child. But in this case, she wrote home and said, I love you too, star. And she knew it was her daughter. Even though she didn't recognize the email address, she knew it was her daughter because they had said a long time ago, if anything ever happens, we'll use the word star. Now, she tried to reply to the email, but it had already been taken down or it was not responsive. But I think getting a code word between you so that you have a way to call back home or text or email so that at least a parent would be able to recognize it is an important thing. Yeah, certainly. And, you know, one thing that uh, we also really facilitate on the hotline is we want to try and get that communication started again between youth and family. Because like you said, it's really difficult sometimes a youth leaves home and sometimes they don't always know how to make that initial connection or there's things that have happened and they're feeling, um, you know, shame or upset or whatever. And we can help make those connections. We have a message service. We have um, conference calling. So, you know, if the youth is like, well, I can't kind of want to reach out, but I'm nervous about doing that, we can help facilitate that call with them. Um, so, you know, we want to make sure that we're, we're making those connections and helping them do that. So before you do that, do you talk to the family and, and reassure them? Because I have to believe that if they're reaching out and then the family just kind of smacks them up the side of the head, they change their mind. Yeah, so I mean the way if we're doing a conference call or like if we're utilizing our home free program, we always do conference calls with the youth and the family because we want to, so we'll talk with the youth initially and then we will talk with the parents separately before we bring them together. So we're able to kind of like mediate that separately before they come together. That is so helpful because, you know, you still have the underlying cause of why they left home. We're up against a hard break, folks. I'm going to, uh, uh, we're going to have a little uh, sponsorship time here, okay? And uh, we're going to be in a break and we'll be right back. Thanks. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We have as our guest today, Lindsay Kaney. She is a prevention specialist with the National Runaway Safe Line. And we have been talking about why kids run away and then the importance of how a parent responds. So we're in our last segment here. and But before we get deep into some of the other things we want to cover, I just want to share with you that It is very often the fact that if a child goes out and gets in the car with someone they met on social media, uh, it's very likely they're going to be taken out of your area. And so just putting up the flyers in your area isn't going to be sufficient. We really need to use social media and we also need resources like National Runaway Safe Line because it's very likely they're far away. I want to give you two more quick headlines. One is runaway 16-year-old may be victim of sex trafficking. This is a very current case. It's uh, only a couple of weeks old. The headline is Portland. Authorities are searching for a missing teen who was once a sex trafficking victim. She ran away from her Portland home and she may have taken a flight to Las Vegas. In this case, she's now attempting to reunite with the guy who was trafficking her. And also this same guy was trafficking her in California. Here's one more. This one's a little bit older, but I wanted you to understand the urgency in being able to deal with a runaway child. The headline here says men, men, not men, men. Admit forcing teen girls to have sex with up to 10 customers a day. A tip from National Center for Missing and Exploited Children that a 14-year-old runaway from South Jersey was being used in an ad for a website promoting prostitution led to the arrest of these three men. What was happening here is they were, uh, it was just absolutely, you know, horrible. Held a gun to the head of the 18-year-old 
because she was with another girl, threatened to kill her, recently accused her of disrespecting him. He kicked her. He beat her. He put her up in a hotel for four or five days at a time. She was doing up to 10 customers a day. Each victim had sex with up to 10 customers a day, all of which all the money went to the perpetrator. So the reason I I really mess up your day by sharing that ugly news is I want you to understand how critical this is that we understand right off the bat that if a child is missing, we need to take immediate action, okay? And that it's very possible that that child is not in your local area. And it's possible that they went willingly, That is one of the things that you often see here. Whether it's a broken home or a two-parent household, there are push-pull factors. Maybe they're miserable at home and they wanted to escape, or maybe they're in a fantasy relationship and they decide to join up with their newfound love. Either way, we need to respond quickly. And that's why I wanted Lindsay Caney here from the National Runaway Safe Line. So, Lindsay, we're down to our last segment. Tell the Mm -hmm. folks anything and everything you want them to hear about your service. Well, you know, obviously during this um, segment we've been talking a lot about why why runaway youth and trafficking are such an intertwined issue and that they are at the highest risk for um, falling into a trafficking situation. So, you know, one thing that we really uh, strive to do as well is is bring up this option of prevention and, and talk about prevention resources. So, you know, I do want to make sure that people are aware that we do have a lot of uh, different prevention resources with the National Runaway Safe Line. I encourage people to go to our website, 1-800-RUNAWAY.ORG. Um, I did mention it before, but we have a really fantastic free resource called Let's Talk um, that covers a ton of different topics for youth. So anyone that's supporting youth um, really in any setting, whether it's, you know, a school, or uh, like a shelter resource um, or after-school programs, they can utilize this resource uh, to create safe spaces and be able to have conversations with youth, um, you know, surrounding these these different uh, situations that are going on because we really want to help youth develop some of those resiliency and skills and uh, making sure that they're coping in a safe way because we want to prevent them from from you know, either running away or ending up on the street. Um, that's right. really what what we want to do. Um, and then the other thing, too, is just so everybody knows, we have National Runaway Prevention Month uh, that we kind of spearhead each year with uh, National Network for Youth, and that's in November. And we do that to raise awareness of runaway and homeless youth issues um, and the, the issues that young people are facing and really educating the public about solutions and the role that they can play in ending uh, youth homelessness. Um, so, you know, if, if anybody's um, interested in kind of getting more involved or learning more about uh, what we do or kind of helping with the, those prevention efforts, um, they can also reach out to me, um, prevention at 1-800-RUNAWAY.ORG. Um, and, you know, I'm always here to, to help and give more information as needed. 
I think I think that is fantastic. The other thing I would share with parents is, you know, the teen years are just very difficult years, and then you add with it social media, and so our kids are under a lot of pressure. They really need family. They need family that believes in them. It is interesting to me that when a pimp starts putting his message out there, he has two messages. One is, I believe in you, and the other one is, we're family. And so let's get ahead of the curve, folks. Let's start at home. I believe in you. You're good. You're smart. We're here for you. Get some family time. Build that pride into being part of a family. Just assume they're going to have conflict and they're going to have a difficult time. Get a plan B. Sit down and talk with them and say, hey, these are hard times. I know you're becoming an adult and you're not always going to agree with me. I respect that. Okay, now we do have, you know, things that we stand for. We have moral values and we have structure here and that's good. But you are family and we're proud of you and we believe in you and you're an important part of this family. And I think it's important that you sit down and put your arm around your child and say, you know, you are an important part of this family. If anything ever happened to you, my life would never be the same. I would turn heaven and hell to find you, okay? And so we are a team, and we're a proud team, and we're going to stick together. But in the meantime, if you have things going on in your family where it is broken, where your children are in trouble, uh, where, they're, where they're out there, I would highly recommend that you contact early on the National Runaway Safe Line and get that number to your kids and tell them, I hope you never, I hope you don't fall in love on the internet, okay? But I hope also that you don't run away. But if you do, here's a resource for you. And make sure you post this number where everybody knows how to read it. You want to give us that information one more time, Lindsay? Sure. So our 24-hour crisis hotline is 1-800-RUNAWAY, and that's 1-800-786-2929. And then youth and family can also reach out to or connect to our digital services, which include live chat and crisis email, um, and that is at 1-800-RUNAWAY.org. That's great. Well, we are starting to come up against the end of the show here, folks. I appreciate you listening to us. I, I would appreciate it if you would share ExploitedCrimes.com with everyone you know. It is absolutely free. You can even get an embed code and put it on your own website. It is my passion, my desire to train the entire world on human trafficking, sex extortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography and do it absolutely free. So feel free to share that with everyone you know. Again, we thank our financial supporters, people who donate to me and kids to make this show possible. Without you, we can't do this. I am paid through the Riverside County Sheriff Department. So when you donate to me and kids, you are donating to an organization that runs programs like Me and Kids, Missing Kids. We are there for families, for kids, and to keep kids safe from predators. Well, thank you, Lindsay, for joining us from the National Runaway Hotline, Safe Line. And folks, thank you for joining us on this show. Please share it with everyone you know. We'll see you next week.
Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.